Volume One, Chapter Six of Mrs. Armitage or Female Domination by Mrs. Gore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Helen Taylor. Chapter Six. Be it remembered that whoever envies another confesses his superiority, and let those be reformed by their pride who have lost their virtue. Johnson i never saw any one look more completely down in the mouth than poor mrs armytage at dinner to-day said wemmersley of mill hill to his wife as they were returning home together on the night of mrs armytage's visit to greta castle mrs wemmersley answered nothing being one of the fastidious she was grieved to hear a husband of hers give utterance to such an expression as down in the mouth he had no right to indulge in such vulgarisms while she so elegantly attired and so intimate a friend of the duchess of spalding was sitting primly by his side after all you see our friend mrs armytage's pretensions are beginning to find their own level he resumed hitherto she has evidently thought herself the first person in this part of the country the duchess of spalding declares she would as soon associate with a corporal of dragoons electioneering peak the duchess knows the old lady wants arthur to stand for thoroton against leicester spalding but really the authority mrs armytage has long affected to assume among us was growing unbearable her pride has now received a check and we shall have her on our own terms i made it a point to inquire of sophie this evening when i knew she must overhear me how her mother kept up her spirits through this disagreeable affair and whether it would be possible for them ever to visit such people as the baltimores but while she hesitated what to answer lord greta whose conversation with her i had interrupted observed why not in this world circumstances compel one to be acquainted with such very odious people which certainly was treating the connections of the armitages more cavalierly than even i should have ventured are you quite sure the impertinence was intended for them inquired mrs wemmersley sensitively greta is such a strange dry fellow that i hardly know what to make of him sophie armytage evidently thought so for she gave him such a reproachful look that does not reassure me miss sophia affects magnanimity and either that love affair between her and his friend edgar rainsford or his own friendship for her brother or some other cause which i suppose they understand has caused a prodigious intimacy between lord greta and the young lady i'm sure i don't wonder he is so charming so conciliating so considerate he never meets me without inquiring all sorts of particulars concerning the progress of my greenhouse yes that he may have the gratification of hearing you play mrs malaprop with the botanical names you put such strange misconstructions on things it was only to-day at dessert he made me give him the whole account of our tour in switzerland last autumn eleanor you had better take care of lord greta you are just the sort of person on whom he would delight in playing off his mystifications what do you mean what sort of person oh no matter he tried once or twice with me but found me too hard for him to-day for instance when i asked him what news from town he pointed to the papers lying on the table and said he had not found time to read the great letters 
to which i replied that since i had discovered the great letters to be written by the treasury secretaries i never found time to read them at all you may suppose that my young lord c looked rather blue as if i intended to learn from him the stale news to be found in the public prints i see what you mean now but i defy him to make a fool of me said lady wemmersley as the carriage stopped at the lodge gates of mill hill i defy him and so do i muttered her husband helping her up the steps of the little portico and at very little trouble to conceal his contempt for his silly affected wife but at all events take my advice and beware of lord greta and his sister this caution however was superfluous the young people at greta castle only despised mrs wemmersley for the ignorance and inanity which rendered her society so wearisome and unprofitable it was only wemmersley whom though clever and well informed they really disliked wemmersley was a mean-minded man envy was the gnawing worm that rendered his form so spare and his soul so cankered with a fortune of two thousand a year good health and good character he might have been pronounced without a care without a want yet he was miserable from mere covetousness of the position or possessions of every man of his acquaintance the two friendships which he happened to form at college had proved the bane of his happiness through life his chum sir george lumley having married a very pretty woman wemmersley bent upon securing a prettier had united himself to a fool while his other crony harry vincent having inherited a hunting-box in bedfordshire wemmersley unable to support the sight of his shrubberies and paddocks had immediately purchased mill hill to complete the measure of his misfortunes mill hill was doubtless intended as a place of purgatory for an envious man fifty acres jammed in between the fine property of mrs armytage and the noble estates of the earl of rotherham fifty acres overlooked from the lofty height of greta castle and covered in from public observation by the spreading woods of holywell mrs armytage's park wall ruined the view from its sloping lawn while an unsightly farm of lord rotherham's disturbed the symmetry of its pleasure-grounds wemmersley's pride was hurt at every turn and the soreness of his selfishness constantly rubbing against the superiority of his neighbours caused the unfortunate man to lead a life of penance mill hill gay pretty elegant mill hill inflicted as severe mortifications on its owner as the humiliations of the workhouse on some high-spirited pauper but wemmersley had one consolation in his woes either lord rotherham or mrs armytage would have given a large sum to have bought him out mill hill an object of importance to the estates of both had been disposed of without their knowledge by a thoroton attorney of the name of gumption who owed them an election grudge and wemmersley was chiefly induced to retain the property by his secret certainty that the proud proprietors of greta and holywell never passed his gates without longing to pull them down and incorporate his well-wooded paddock within their own ring-fence yes he was an object of envy 
what a consolation for one so much a martyr to that embittering passion for it is by no means indispensable for an envious person to appreciate the thing he envies sufficient for him that it should be coveted by others the regard of mrs armytage accordingly was desirable to wemmersley because he observed that the rotherhams and others of their common neighbours were ambitious of her good graces nor could he bear on the other hand to see a larger portion of the courtesies of the rotherhams dispensed to mrs armytage than to himself he accordingly never omitted an occasion of exciting the inflammable temper of the latter against their neighbours at greta castle or neglected an opportunity of proving to lord and lady rotherham that mrs armytage was undeserving their esteem but there he was less successful lord rotherham's temper was as serene as his mind was honourable it was difficult to make him see things in a distorted shape honouring mrs armytage as a valuable member of the community a conscientious steward of the gifts of providence and moreover a staunch whig like himself for political opinions form after all one of the strongest bonds of modern amity he was not to be shaken in his friendship by the insinuations of a tale-bearer besides his son greta dearly loved arthur armytage and his daughter laura sophia nay he sometimes fancied that these reciprocal attachments went further still and that lord greta and sophie and arthur and lady laura were likely to cement a nearer alliance between the families he desired nothing better to see his daughter settled at holywell within half an hour's ride of her family as the wife of a plain honourable and as he never failed to add whig country gentleman would have gratified every desire of his honest heart and as to his son-in-law although he could have desired that lord greta's marriage might have done somewhat more towards the extension of his family dignities he had not a word to urge against so pleasing and so highly principled a girl as the daughter of mrs armytage of holywell but whatever might be the views of the earl those of the soft-eyed sophia were of a different nature she had already disposed of herself she was not engaged had never even received a proposal except from one rash cornet of dragoons who had invited her to become his for ever and ever as cornets do after three days acquaintance at doncaster races and yet she was as much disposed of as if seriously betrothed edgar rainsford her brother arthur's chosen friend and vacation companion too sensible to her merits to disguise his passionate admiration too poor to venture on a tender of his hand to the daughter of mrs armytage was working his way to distinction and through distinction to fortune encouraged by the hope of finding in sophia's preference his exceeding rich reward and though not a word in admission of mutual attachment had been uttered on either side each had perfect confidence in the constancy of the other with respect to arthur's passion for lady laura time had already proved the fallacy of lord rotherham's expectations your mother is looking very ill sophie said her ladyship to miss armytage as they stood together in the dressing-room of the latter waiting for the ladies-maids on the first night of the armytage's visit to greta castle do you think so 
i have long feared it but people living together are bad judges on such points and i was willing to mistrust my own opinion the wemmersleys had prepared us to find mrs armytage sadly altered the wemmersleys but both my father and mother consider her much more affected than they expected sophia's colour rose and the tears came into her eyes you know i am shockingly abrupt pray forgive me perhaps i have expressed myself too strongly said lady laura throwing an arm caressingly round her friend but i thought it right your eyes should be fully opened on such a subject mrs armytage ought to have advice advice my dearest laura you who know my mother besides what could all the physicians in the world do to relieve her my mother is hurt at heart poor woman except by unmarrying arthur i know nothing that would restore her and are all the shocking stories true then that the wemmersleys have been telling us from such a source i ventured to disbelieve them and to attribute your mother's opposition to mere perversity don't shake your head and look angry you know she has her little fits of perversity and as mrs armytage's disposition and mine are so ugly in that respect as to resemble each other i at least can readily forgive them but for once it seems she is right and arthur has really disgraced himself don't say that pray don't say that cried sophia starting as if the word could reach the sensitive ears of her mother we have no grounds for the accusation these baltimores although they offer nothing attractive as connections are perfectly respectable and with regard to the poor girl surely at eighteen there can be nothing very objectionable about her nothing which my brother's society and mother's wise counsels might not easily correct all we know of her is that she is very young and very pretty very pretty involuntarily inquired lady laura your brother's account i suppose no all the congratulatory letters we have received agree in terming her remarkably pretty and one or two and from persons on whom we can rely go so far as to call her an interesting girl yet the more she is praised the more my poor mother seems displeased poor indeed you easy-minded people sophie little know what we stubborn ones have to go through in bearing with the crosses of life but you should get dr grant to talk to mrs armytage dr grant could talk the savageness out of a bear how often has he reasoned me out of my fits of ill-humour i have already applied to him although with some reluctance for you know he depends on the living of thoroton which is in my mother's gift and i hardly thought it fair to hazard a misunderstanding between them i'm sure that's the last motive which would have deprived you of dr grant's assistance i know it and of the interest of disinterested people one ought to be doubly careful however i did ask him to stand arthur's friend and i suspect he acceded to my request and addressed a letter to my mother a verbal remonstrance she would have silenced at once for on our way here to-day she pronounced a formal eulogium upon his good sense and freedom from selfishness in the manner of a person who wishes to prove that she is not affronted but a minute afterwards she attacked the baltimores by indirect reference more severely than ever in short i have lost all hope 
they are gone to the continent i understand they are replied sophia needing no explicit interpretation of her friends they perhaps under all the circumstances the best step arthur could have taken my mother will be less in the way of hearing them talked about and by the time they return her displeasure may have subsided lady laura shook her head a poor chance in any case well we must hope for the best that mrs armytage may not prove too implacable or mrs arthur too odious said she bending forwards to kiss the forehead of her friend as their attendants approached the door good-night said sophia in reply to her salutation oh my dearest laura when i reflect upon the prospects in which i once ventured to indulge on arthur's account not a word on that subject interrupted lady laura hastily taking up her candle it's not his fault if we were all sillier than he was but for mr wemmersley's way of wishing us joy in your brother's marriage i should have forgotten that but no matter said she checking herself let us now go quietly to bed to sleep if we can without indulging in dreams that may only tend to disturb ourselves and our neighbours End of volume 1, chapter 6